Hey guys, welcome to our Pearlside Church Small Group Leaders Podcast, where we help you as you lead your small groups. Today we got Pastor Tim with us, and I'm super excited for our new series, Jesus Changes yes. Everything. And we're starting off with Jesus Changes Your Past. And Pastor Tim, I think it's so funny that we're doing this together because we actually went to high school together. That's right. And we know the very old versions of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> we have seen Jesus change our past, so I'm excited about our podcast today take us through our guide yes we go way back michelle and <laughs> um but even you know leaders first of all i just want to thank you for your heart in helping shepherd yes. our church uh you don't have to do it and in in scripture it says that there's this willingness for shepherds mm -hmm. and elders to want to help people grow and so we thank you for taking the time to become better leaders and to continue to shepherd your people especially in a time like this mm -hmm. um as Michelle said, I am also really excited about this new series, Jesus Changes Your Past. Um, well, Jesus Changes Everything. Yes. T today's discussion is how Jesus changes your past. And so sometimes before we can move forward to the future, we have to realize that we are not held back and anchored by our past. And how does God do this? Well, many of us already realize that he's forgiven us. But in 2 Corinthians, one of the main things we want to point out is we are not just improved or a better version of our old selves, but in 2 Corinthians, it clearly states that we are new creations. Come on, that's great. And I think that's a really important part that I hope that every member in your small group, whether they're new and just visiting mm -hmm. Or they've been in your group for a while and sometimes as Christians we can forget that mm -hmm. we can forget that the old has passed and the new has come right. and so in this discussion today um, as a leader that's that would be a great goal is to make sure that whatever things of the past that have been holding back your people for them to know that they're not just the improved version of themselves um, a different version of themselves where they just got a little better but when the Holy Spirit comes inside of us, we become a new creation. Yeah. And so what that entails as well is that we are set free from our past, that our past doesn't define us. And so in a nutshell, that's, that's the main heart of the guide today. But the second part also, you'll see that the idea of being a minister of reconciliation is very important. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we forget that we are new creations because we don't see ourselves as ministers of reconciliation. And so the more we tell other people about how God has changed our lives, it's that same principle that the business world or the education world and even in psychology is that when you are able to teach others what you believe, mm -hmm. it becomes more of part of you. Yeah. And so when you tell other people that you how God has changed your life mm -hmm. and you bring people closer to God, that ministerial work that you do in sharing the gospel and sharing how God has set you free from the past, it actually helps reinforce who you are and your new identity. Yeah, and I think it gives us a lot of hope in what seems like a very hopeless world and the importance mm -hmm. of sharing our testimony and faith because if Jesus changes us, right. if Jesus changes our past, mm -hmm. then our enemies or our opposition or, or the things in the world that we think are broken, if we can share Christ with them, Jesus can change their past yes. too. And so it really is this this 
charge of God to share our faith, to share our testimony, to share what he's done is not a selfish thing or a performance thing, but it's really with this hopes of Lord, if you can change my past and Mm -hmm. make me new and not hold my past against me, if other people can have this freedom, then man, they will change too. That's right. And we'll all start to look like Christ. Yes. And so I think this week is a great week to make sure you cluster if your group is more than six, Mm -hmm. because sometimes the things in our past, um, the things that God has um, actually forgiven us for, we we still have not shared with anyone or talked about. And so creating that smaller, safer space for for people maybe to make that bold, courageous step to share something they've never shared or to talk about their past in a safe place. Because I think in small group, when we're able to share our past, we're able to share our story. It's actually practice for us. Yes. To be able to share it at That's work. That's a great point, Michelle. Or share it at home. Right. Or, you know, so leaders, um, prepare your tripods. This is mm-hmm. that place to practice yes. your testimony. Practice sharing your past and the moment Jesus met you and how your life mm-hmm. has changed since then. A beautiful time of sharing your testimony is going to happen this week. All great points, Michelle, and I agree. And also one more thing, this would be a, besides the principle of clustering, Mm -hmm. this week is a perfect principle to apply where leaders go first. Mm, And so even as you think about how God has changed your life and the things of the past that you've seen God um, do away with, and now that you're a new creation, I think it's very important that to set the tone and the, the, the feel of the group for either you or your apprentice Make sure you're ready to share first, and that way people will understand the, the depth of the conversation and, and where we're heading as a group this week. Um, and then the other uh, discussion question, too, besides describing how God has uh, brought a new creation work in your mm-hmm. life, is how are you currently living as a minister of reconciliation? And and that, that second discussion question, I, I want to encourage you. Don't let people be shallow with their answer. Yeah, yeah. You know, really help um, when whatever they reply with. If you feel like there's more they can say, that's one where, again, you want to activate your leadership Mm -hmm. and respond with even a a question that helps them think further in how they can become a more effective minister of reconciliation. Right, and exactly. Like, one of the ways you can do that is say they share, well, at work I'm trying to love people more, mm-hmm. right? Which right. you could stop there and be like, hey, that's really great. You're going to love people more. But instead, pause a little bit like, how are you loving them? More? Right, that's in, a great example. In what ways mm-hmm. is God asking you to love mm-hmm. them more? And then it makes them ponder and think more like, you know, I buy coffee or yes. um, I'm sitting down and having lunch with them and asking about their family. Uh, I'm praying for them mm-hmm. daily. And so um, in the what, we know the why, the why is coming out in the discussion. Uh, the what is what they're saying they're going to do, but mm-hmm. how. Right. So a, a time to really ask, hey, how, how are mm-hmm. you? How are you doing that and how is it going? Right, right, right. That's great. Because that helps them to see like, oh yeah, you know, like it actually is going well. Because yes. we don't spend time to ponder just really um, the fruit of our actions mm-hmm. of what God's asking us to do. So that's going to be a really great discussion as well. Yes. And, and so as we head into the prayer time, this is where you want to be sensitive. Mm-hmm. And uh, just as, you know, Michelle, you said earlier, encouraging groups to cluster if it's six or more. Because one of the, the, the first prayer points is pray for one another in any area of the past that may still contradict being a new creation in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so this is where there might be 
uh, several members in your group that are still dealing with a lot of things of the past. Right. And being in a, a safer, smaller environment might be good for that person to be op open to sharing about that. And uh, this, this prayer time, just really take note as a leader. Make sure you connect with the apprentice that's leading your cluster to find out, are there any issues that arose in that prayer time that maybe you thought that that person already dealt with? Yeah. But now as a leader and a shepherd, you realize, okay, we still got to dive in mm -hmm. deeper into that because mm -hmm. this person still sees, seems like they're dealing with condemnation right. in this area right. or difficulty in letting this go. Um, and so that that's a practical point just to walk away in in besides believing for a spiritual breakthrough in that very moment of prayer, but making sure we circle back around sometime, you know, in the following weeks mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. to ask that person, how are you doing in that area? So great. Very great. Very great. And remember, I love it. We have it here. Romans 5, 8. But God shows his love for us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So it really is this yes. promise of hope yes. that you want to make sure you give every member of the group that while we were still sinners, he died for us. So let's receive his forgiveness. Let's walk in that victory. Believe him for that sanctification. Have a great group this week. I'm excited for the prayer time, excited for the processing and the practice of sharing our testimony. Imagine what this is going to do leading into Easter. Yes. So have a great group, leaders. Thank you, leaders. Thank you.